Thank you for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. I'm going to be talking about the whole gay to straight thing, right? This is something that people keep asking me questions about, um, but I really need to focus more on, on this topic because this is what my podcast is about, um, but I think that there's always more questions to be asked and more answers to give um, because when it comes down to being 100% gay, right, 100% lesbian, and then God transforming you to being uh, what people would consider 100% straight, it's a God thing. It's something that only God can do. And people want to know the keys of how to get there, right? Um, but it's not really a key. Um, it's a Bible, right? And it's a relationship with God. And when it comes down to that transformation, it's a gradual progression. It's letting God do the work and it's trusting God because the enemy will do three things. He will attack your belief system. He will attack your insecurities and he will manipulate what you see. Okay. So for 10 years, um, I did not date for 10 years. It was me and God allowing God to, to, to transform me, mind, body, soul, spirit, right? Into the woman that he's called me to be. Am I there yet? No. Day by day, it's going to take our entire lives to try to get to be, um, to, to continuously allow God to transform us, right? Because we live in this sinful world. And so God is always trying to mold us and shape us. So when it comes down to this transformation in my life that I'm talking about, it has been 10 years, 10 years of saying from the beginning of saying yes to God, to dating, seriously dating, uh, and, and just seeing the fruits of what God has done. And so those have been the best and worst 10 years of my entire life. When I say I have had some happy, like some of the most happiest moments I have ever had, um, because of God. They were wonderful, beautiful, right? Mountaintop, like just encounters with God, these moments, right? Um, that, that we all dream of just uh, spending time with God and getting revelation and wisdom and seeing these different little transformations. But at the same time, the valleys have been very low. There's been a lot of depression. There's been a lot of um, thinking, should I just go back? This is too difficult. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't believe I gave up all of that. I'm not sure if this is going to work. And so there is a balance between the two, right? There is, um, everything's not all perfect when you walk with God and things aren't always all bad when you walk with God. You learn that when you walk with God, there will be mountaintops and there will be valley lows. And so we have to endure every season that comes our way and as we endure, when I say endure, it is not enduring without God. It's enduring while holding on to the hand of God. Because enduring something and not staying close to God really isn't enduring it the way God is calling us to. If we want to see the end of these dark seasons that we're going through, if we want to get to that better place, those, those things that we're praying for and asking God for, whether it's whatever type of transformation that is, we have to endure while holding on to the hand of God. 
What I mean by that is you are seeking him, right? You are constantly seeking him. He becomes number one in your life. You're reading your word. You're fellowshipping with other believers, right? He is the center of your entire world. While enduring the, the, the troubles of life and not holding on to the hand of God, it looks like you're just doing you. You're just going day to day. You aren't really spending time with God. You aren't really fellowshipping with believers. You aren't doing those things. You aren't accountable to anyone, right? Um, you're barely doing the bare minimum. You're just floating through. And I think so many people do the latter. So many people go through these seasons without sticking close to God. And then there really isn't an out. There isn't a, a an end of this season, or maybe the end of isn't maybe the end of the season isn't the product, the the end result that we want or we thought we were gonna have because we were expecting something from God. If you want something from God, you have to go through it with God. In a nutshell, okay? If you want something from Him, if you want transformation from Him, then you have to submit to Him in everything. And a lot of us do not spend our time in submission to God. We spend some time in submission to ourselves, our desires, our needs, our wants, and to the world. And if we submit and live according to the world, we're going to get what the world has to offer, and it's nothing godly, right? It may be a form of godliness, but it is not the God that we serve. But if we want from God, the things of God that we have to submit to him and we have to be holy as he is holy, right? And those are things that the world tells us we don't have to do. So when it comes down to this transformation of being a hundred percent lesbian, right? I'm talking don't like guys, they're cute, but you never want to mess with them. Sex with them is disgusting, like the whole nine, like all of it. A hundred percent lesbian to saying, all right, down for the dudes now, right? Like I am totally all about getting married, getting a husband, right? Having kids, being with a man, not scared to be intimate with a man, all of those different things. It takes walking with God. It takes a total, total, total submission to God. And so this past 10 years of my life, the ups and the downs, it hasn't been easy. And so when I said that Satan will attack your belief system, he will make you think that God can't do it. He will make you think that this isn't going to work. He's going to say he, he, he's going to manipulate what you see by having you focus on your surroundings and saying, well, see, um, um, the opposite sex doesn't think you're attractive enough. You don't dress uh, 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 manly enough or girly enough, right? You don't fit the specific mold that men would like uh, in, a, in a partner, whatever the case is. Satan will always manipulate what you see because he desires to pull you back. That's what he's doing. He's trying to pull you back because if you are submitting to God and you are hunkered down with God and you are submitting to him and you're following him and you're doing it his way and you're moving forward, you're going to get some resistance from the enemy always. 
So the enemy is trying to pull you backwards. And he's like, Mm-mm, look around you, look around you. They don't want you. You're never going to be girly enough. This is never going to work. And he's going to play on your insecurities. He's going to get you to, to remember those negative thoughts that didn't even, even, that do not line up with what the word says. Those negative thoughts of, I do not like men. I do not like the opposite sex. I've tried this before and it didn't work. Others have tried this before and it didn't work, right? And so he will remind you of all of the things that he needs to remind you of to pull you back. Think about this. If the enemy is trying so hard to pull you back, if this wasn't possible, why would he try so hard? If transformation was not possible, if this whole thing of, of deliverance from homosexuality was some made up construct of Christians to try to beat other people down, if this was so false, then for you, the person who is trying to walk it out, the person who is trying to submit to God, the person who is trying to, to focus on the word of God, but, but it but can never stay in the word long enough because you get sleepy, who always finds, you know, an excuse not to go to church because something else comes up, right? To you, why is the enemy working overtime? Why is he trying to attack your mind so much with those dreams and those thoughts that get you down? Why is he trying to throw all of your exes at you? Your exes that didn't even really want you in the first place, right? The exes that have moved on. But all of a sudden, when you're trying to follow God, who comes back around? It's that ex, right? Some of them were your kryptonite in the past. The enemy will only attack you because God is doing something in you. If the enemy puts more effort into his attacks, if the enemy is causing more friction in your life than you even had before you said yes to God, it's because he knows something that apparently you don't know well enough. And that is that God is God of all. That what he does is final. That he can do the impossible that he is the creator of all things, that he created us to be holy and, and, and to live according to his will and that he has something for us, things for us that we cannot dream or imagine, but we need to follow him. And so we have to realize, I want you to realize, the person that is watching this, that is listening to this right now, the enemy is attacking you over time because God is doing something in you. The enemy's trying to get you to not to go to church. He's trying to get you not to go to church. He's trying to get you to feel like you can't find a church home, um, that this church isn't good enough, or he's trying to find every little thing wrong with all these different churches because he doesn't want you there because he knows that it is there that you will grow, that you will develop these friendships and these relationships. He's trying to get you to think that people don't like you, right? Because if he can get you to think that people don't like you, 
then he can get you to kind of just sit back and not develop these healthy relationships that will help propel you forward in your race with God, right? And so we have to recognize, I want to encourage you in that. I really want to encourage you in that. The enemy is working overtime because God is doing something in you. But in order to get from here to here, we have to fight for it. Things that are worth it, it's worth fighting for. It's worth fighting for. And so remember, remember that getting from a place of, of defeat to a place of victory, from a place of having sin defeat you all the time because you just can't get over it, it's a struggle to getting to a place of, of, of overcoming that sin, overcoming that temptation, it takes gradual progression. It's not a quick fix. It's not overnight, right? And some of you are listening and you're like, 10 years, I don't want to waste 10 years. You're wasting your time anyway. How much time have you wasted already doing nothing? So go ahead and just say, you know what? I'm going to do this with God. You have to let God do the work and you have to be obedient to what God is telling you to do. So many times we want to push back on what God is doing. God is telling us to do something and we're like, oh, we're giving excuses as to why it's not going to work, why I can't, why I don't have the time, things like that. Come on. That's not what it's about. If you want to see this result, if you want to see transformation in your life, if you want to see yourself just become whole and complete, lacking nothing in God. We have to let God do the work and we have to be in submission to the authority of God. And we have to trust God. We have to trust God. We do. We really have to trust him. And we have to know that in his word is truth and life. If you want truth, you're seeking truth. You're seeking wisdom. You're, you're just crying out for just the truth of it all, it's in his word. And in his word is life. So many of us, so many of us are just living dead. We are just empty. We are lacking. We feel depleted. And we're just going through the day-to-day feeling numb, knowing that there's something more out there, but we just can't quite understand what that is. We can't quite grasp it or attain it and we're uh, we're we're grasping for everything else and we're realizing that it's not filling us and it, it's it's not filling those voids on the inside of us the word of god is life you want to live you want to finally just take a breath and begin living as the person who god has called you to be you want to feel complete you want to feel whole you want to feel happy It's by seeking him. It's by opening up his word. And from his word, you will gain life. You will gain wisdom. You will gain understanding. You don't need to be Buddhist to try to gain understanding. You don't need to seek other religions or other faith or, you know, do yoga and try to like that. There's nothing wrong with meditating and all that stuff. Like, that's cool, whatever. But sometimes we do these things thinking that we're going to find some type of enlightenment outside of God, the word of God. It's not going to happen. Those things may make you feel 
full for a moment, but it'll always leave you empty. Always. Fullness. The fullness of joy. The fullness of love. The fullness of understanding, knowledge, and wisdom. It comes from the Word of God and the Word of God alone. Hope that you guys enjoyed that. I hope that it edified you. Um, please check me out at www.loveatthecross.com. Check out our last uh, Pursue Conference. If you guys want to donate to this ministry, I would greatly appreciate it. It helps me to reach people all around the world and to do one-on-one mentoring as well. You can go to www.loveofthecross.com and donate there as well. I love you guys. See you next time. Thank you.